Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au. We've got a real Bible. We've got two people. Fantastic. <laughs> it's going to be good. But either way, if you've got your paper Bible or your phone Bible, Bible on your phone, why don't we turn to Isaiah 40. Isaiah 40 verse 29. I believe I've got a word from God for you today. Uh, and so verse 29, uh, Isaiah 40 verse 29 says this, He strengthens the weary, and to him who has no might, he increases power. Even youths grow weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly. But those that wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in him, will gain new strength and renew their power. They will lift up their wings and rise close to God like eagles rising to the sun. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not grow tired. Let's pray. Father God, I pray for this service today. I pray for the message that you put in my heart, Lord. I pray that it speaks to each person here today. And I pray that we all leave with something that you have spoken to us about. I pray that lives are changed tonight and impacted in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, if you like a title for your message, the, mess- the title for the message is called Strength in the Waiting. Strength in the Waiting. I think waiting is something that we all face, am I right? Whether it be waiting for your Maccas, uh, whether it be waiting for the internet to turn on. Uh, how annoying is that, by the way, when the internet doesn't work straight away? Like, come on. I'm usually running frantically trying to fix it, trying to get the internet working. It's one way to get people out of their bedrooms. Uh, <laughs> But how annoying is it to wait for something, right? Like it's for us as people at the moment, it's really frustrating in when we're waiting for something, whether that be for a meal, whether that be for whatever we're going through. Waiting is usually pretty frustrating. And we usually see that as a bad thing. But then Isaiah 40 kind of contradicts that and goes, those that wait shall renew their strength. The difference is those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Right, And so I guess today I've got a few things that we can talk about. And I understand that waiting is a struggle, especially through this season currently we're going through, where it's kind of put a stop to most things. And you may have lost your job or may have not been able to do things that you currently used to doing, and you're in a season of waiting right now. But I'm here to tell you that waiting is part of the process. Waiting is something that we all have to go through to get to the end result. Waiting is part of the process. In this day and age, we want everything quickly. We want our food quickly. We want the internet to work quickly. We want everything instantly. And we've been wired to do that. And every, te- every bit of technology is always the next thing. The next iPhone's always going to be quicker than the old one, right? It's not going to be slower. If it's slower, then why would you buy it? It's always going to be quicker. So we're always wired to, to not wait. And it's always the next instant thing that we can grab onto. So waiting is a struggle for us. And whether that be when you're driving. And so when you're driving, you have signs on the road and you have, you know, obviously you have your traffic lights and your different signs. And sometimes you have to wait. And sometimes when it's a, a busy uh, time in, the, in, in traffic, you have to wait a little bit longer. It could be two minutes or it could be ten minutes. But how, how many know that that could be annoying, right? Especially when people aren't driving uh, the speed limits. Uh, who thinks they're a good driver here, by the way? 
Okay. Do your friends think you're a good driver? I've got to put my hand down when that happens. <laughs> People that have been in the car with me would uh, disagree with my statement of me being a good driver. Uh, my car will tell you otherwise as well. My car will tell you that I'm a bad driver because it's currently hitting seas at the moment and currently doesn't work. So, uh, but I think I'm a good driver. If you drive the speed limit, we're not going to have any issues. Or use the left lane. Am I right? <laughs> uh, so... We use, we're not used to waiting, and it's usually a bit of a struggle for us. I remember learning piano, and uh, I was, uh, I think, four years into it, and I came to Dad one day, and I remember this conversation because I went, you know what, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of piano. I give up. And I think Dad, being the dad, you know, he is, he said, no, you're not finished yet. No. And okay, basically, I couldn't argue with him because he's the boss of the, he was the boss of the house. No, no, he's, sorry, sorry, sorry. He's still the boss of the house, I guess. Uh, and basically said, no, you're going to keep going. And what was a burden to me then is now a blessing. The, the waiting was the struggle, but the blessing was the result of the waiting. See, I wanted to play. I loved playing. I didn't want to wait to get to the skill where I could play the things that I wanted to play. Right? The process we see and the waiting is the struggle, but the waiting is part of the blessing. Burden to blessing. Psalms 91 says, They that dwell in the shadow of the Most High will rest in the, sorry, they who dwell in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Waiting under his wings will renew. Our strength. I've got a few points here. If you're taking notes, I love taking notes because it reminds me throughout the week uh, when I'm going through the phone uh, and, you know, not going through Instagram, but actually going through all the other notes, I get reminded of the different messages. So if you're taking notes, my point number one is don't hang on to the fruits, but hang on to the roots. I've got a bit of an analogy here. Um, so we've got a plant. Let's imagine this is an apple tree. We've got the fruit. So often, what I'm trying to say is don't hang, on, don't hang on to the fruit, but hang on to the roots. We tend to gravitate and look at just the fruit of everything in, in most seasons. So whether that be, uh, you know, you have a lot of friends or a lot of people, I don't know, in your ministry are coming to church or coming to your connect group or whatever it could be, we usually tend to focus on the fruit and we sometimes forget about the roots. And so my question for you today is, what are you watering? Are you watering the fruit or are you watering the roots? Because if you water the fruit, um, no matter how much I water this, nothing's going to happen. It's not in soil, it's just in a bowl and it's full of other apples. It could stay fresh a little longer but nothing really is going to happen. So if we focus on the fruit, we will never see the fruit grow. And so what are you focusing today? So if you focus on your roots, so that be your foundation, your faith in God, your trust in the Holy Spirit, and in the season of waiting, you're going, God, no matter what my season looks like, my faith in you still stands. My faith in you still stands. So are you watering the roots or are you watering the fruit? It, okay, so it makes sense in this analogy, right? But if we apply it to our own life, 
like we, when trees are growing, they have different seasons, right? And so in different seasons, the leaves either will be there or not. So in autumn, the leaves kind of die and fall off. And sometimes it may look like the tree is dying, but no, 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 hang on. It's just the season that it's in. It's going through a process. It doesn't mean it's dead, but it's actually going deeper. The roots are growing deeper. So I wonder about you today is, are your roots growing deeper in a season of waiting? Or are they being stagnant and ready to die? We need to start digging deeper into our roots, into the faith that God, that in, in, in God, faith in God and hope in believing in Him, that He will get us through every season. Our seasons may look different. Our season right now looks so different. Every day is a new day and we don't know what comes next, but it's just a season. It's just a season. And it doesn't mean that you can't grow. It doesn't mean that your roots can't go deeper in faith, in foundation, in Christ. Amen? Fruit is the outcome of the roots being felled well. I'll say that again. Fruit is the outcome of the root being fed well. Are you feeding your roots? Are you spending time with God? Are you reading the word? Our foundation is to be secure in Christ so that no matter what comes against us, we will stand strong and stand in faith. Amen? So that's point number one. Don't hang on to the fruit, but hang on to the roots. Point number two, be faithful with what you have and what you're doing right now. It's so easy for us to lose track of what we're doing right now and kind of go a different direction, right? When something doesn't work, I know that there's numerous songs that I guess have started and have never finished. They're still on the computer. They have never finished. They usually start off really good. You're like, oh, this lick is really cool. And so you put it down and you start, you know, working on it. I don't know, an hour into it, you're like, oh, this isn't working anymore, hey. And we give up. And so most musicians would attest to that. And a lot of the songs at the moment are actually stagnant. But if we put a little focus on it and actually spend a little bit more time and get deeper into it, that will grow. I think it was Ed Sheeran. Uh, one of the famous artists who said, keep writing the bad songs so the good songs will come along, right? So what are you being faithful in this season? Are you just being someone that's flaky, I guess, that if something doesn't work, we just move on straight away or not? Or are you being someone that's being faithful in what you're doing right now and building on that? Another thing that, I guess we really know is that seeds take time to grow. It's not an instant thing that happens. It's not something that will happen straight away or instantly. They actually take time to grow. And sometimes, I guess, like we're, we're saying before, that we usually expect an instant result. Whereas it takes time to grow gifts. It takes time for you to actually grow something and build something great. And we won't see the results straight away. And just because one formula works, that doesn't mean that this formula will. Everything is different, but we need to be faithful in what we're doing right now. Another thing I guess we can, we can do when you know, we're about being faithful is that 
We need to be faithful in the now. And it's we talk about maybe if you know the story of Jonah and Nineveh, and he goes to this place, and God calls him to go to this place. Um, God doesn't change his mind halfway through, right? He doesn't go, yeah, you're going to this place, and then six months later he goes, now nah, you're going to the other direction. Don't use God as an excuse for you not being faithful, right? God doesn't say go north and then five minutes later go south. He's not saying to Jonah, uh, go, go here, or then in five minutes later, go to Canada. He's not, he's not going to do that. He's a God that's faithful and he gives clarity. So don't use God as an excuse for you not being faithful. Is that cool? No offense to any Canadians, by the way. I was just top of my head and that was the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> and I guess us being human, we kind of let our feelings get... Get up there, I guess, you know, when you're frustrated with things and uh, we let our feelings dictate the way we're going. Don't let your feelings dictate or lead you. Let the word of the God lead you. Let the voice of God lead you. Don't let your emotions overwhelm you, but be secure in what God is telling you to do and stay true. Be faithful with what you have and what you're doing right now. Romans 12 verse 11 to 13 says, don't burn out, keep yourself fueled and aflame. Be alert, servants of the master, cheerfully expectant. Don't quit in hard times, pray all the harder. Don't quit in hard times, but pray all the harder. It's so vital for us to just dig deep, for our roots to become so so grounded and so invested in our foundation that doesn't matter what season we're in, no matter what the wind blows at us, no matter what COVID brings and what happens in the world, we will still stay secure in who we are. I believe that harvest is coming. I believe that through this season that we're going through, um, I believe harvest is coming for people. I know a lot of you have been waiting in this season and a lot of people have been waiting for jobs, waiting for houses or waiting for the next thing to come along. But I believe harvest is coming. I believe that God is saying that harvest is coming in this season. In this next season that you're about to step in, be faithful with what you're doing right now so you will see the harvest. See, the farmer, when he plants the seed, he doesn't expect to wake up the next morning and see a fully grown tree with fruit in it, right? Be faithful with what you're doing. They plant their seeds, they ground themselves, and they wait for harvest to come. I believe harvest is coming today. And so point number one, don't hang on to the fruit. Hang on to your roots. Point number two, be, be faithful with what you have and what you're doing. It takes time for seeds to grow. Don't let your feelings dictate your future. Let the voice of God dictate your future. Last thing here. Are you willing to be part of the setup? Point number three, are you willing to be part of the setup? When I'm reading the Bible, um, there's a lot of uh, books in the Bible which have a lot of names. And usually I skip over all the names and it's, you know, 
I don't know about you. I'm like, that's kind of boring. Let's just move on to the next part, right? Uh, and Matthew, Matthew 1 is kind of like that. And it's just got a whole bunch of names. Names I can't pronounce, to be really honest with you. And it's usually, I usually just go, you know what, I'm just going to verse 17 or 18 where it starts getting, you know, into the, I guess, the word, I would say. But one day I actually just sat down and I said, you know what, I'm just going to read through this. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just going to read through it. And it's actually the genealogy of Jesus Christ. So it talks about, you know, all the people that came before him that led to Jesus. And so there's 42 generations from Abraham to Jesus. And we know a few of the names in the Bible. Like, so we know your Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And we know your King David. You know Solomon. You know, hopefully you know Jesus. But if you don't, we'll get an opportunity tonight. Um, but we know those names, right? We know the big names. But what about, what about all the other names? What about Ram? Do you know Ram? I don't know Ram. Is a guy that's mentioned in the Bible. What about, uh, what about Jesse? Do you know Jesse? Jesse was actually the father of King David. So you may know him if you've been in church a little while. 42 generations, numerous names, people that didn't know what was coming. Abraham didn't know that there was going to be this guy named Jesus. Or Ram didn't know that he was going to be part of this whole thing called a setup for salvation. All of them had flaws. All of them messed up. All of them fell short. 42 generations, over 86 names, male. And it doesn't even mention all the other names that impacted their lives. 42 generations, over 86 names, each one of them leading to salvation. Doesn't matter what you're going through, doesn't matter where you're at, be faithful through it all. Because you never know what one conversation will do. You never know what you being faithful in this season will be in the result of. We don't know that. But are we willing to be part of the setup? Are we willing to be part of the setup? You being faithful right now could be the meaning for salvation for someone else. You being in this season of waiting could mean that someone will receive Jesus into their lives. Are we willing to be part of the setup? What you do now will impact your future. What you water now will be the fruits of your future. I believe if we invest in the now, I believe if we dig now in the season of waiting, when we're struggling, when we're I guess losing faith a little bit in, in the process of this. If we go, God, we trust you. We go back to Isaiah 40. And we say, God, I will believe in this word that you have given us. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings and soar. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk not go free. I'd love to pray for two, pe- 
to people today, one of them being, if you've never met Jesus, if you don't know about this guy that we've been talking about, I'd love to pray for you today, to receive him into your heart. It's the greatest thing that you can ever do. He's someone that loves you and wants to get to know you. He's your saviour. He's the king. So with every head bowed, every eye closed, if that is you today and you say, Michael, I don't know this God that loves me. I don't know this God that came and died for my sins. I'm here to give you an opportunity today to receive him. If that is you today, the simple thing I'd love to do is just for you to lift up your hand, I'll acknowledge you and you can put it down. It'll be as simple as that. So if that is you today, why don't you do that? And I'll see it and it'll be real quick. You can put it back down. Great. Awesome. Cool. I'd love to pray. Thank you, Father, for each and every single heart. Thank you for what you're doing in our lives, Lord Jesus. Thank you for this word. Thank you that that will impact people's lives. And I pray that the people that are going to receive into your into people that are going to receive you into their lives. I pray for them. I pray that lives will be changed in Jesus' name. Amen. There's this number I'd love for you to take down. It's a simple thing that we've actually created here at Metro Church. It's um, the number is 0488-826-392. And you can simply test yes to this number and you can start a journey with Jesus tonight. And basically the next morning you'll receive a message that will fit on the smart uh, uh, on the screen of your smartphone. And basically you you'll, it's a journey that you will start. It's basically it's us actually starting a journey with Jesus. It's to help you. It's for 30 days and you can opt out anytime. We don't share your details with anyone or anything like that. Uh, it's a scripture and you'll get a little bit of a word. And you can, again, like I said, you can opt out at any time. And if you're not in Australia, you would love to do this as well. You can uh, text yes to yes.metrochurch.org.au and it's the same thing. It just comes via email. And we'd love for you to do that and have that opportunity. But the second people I'd love for to pray for is people that are going through the season of waiting. People that I guess are struggling with this at the moment. And it's okay because waiting is hard. I'd love for the guys that have asked to pray. I'd love for you guys to come up to the front. So we've got Carl, Cozy and Tessie. They're going to come up here and we're going to actually pray for people. And their team are going to lead us in a song. And if that's you today and you'd like to just come up for prayer and ask for prayer and receive a word from God, I'd love for you to come through. And so why don't we stand, church? The team are going to lead us in this amazing song. It's going to be great. And if that's you today and you'd love to receive prayer, why don't you come? Why don't you come? In Jesus' name, amen.